0: The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna be my babe. Hey, coming down like the CIA. Hey, Saddam Makar trying to see my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIA? Oh, if it's heated, I'ma be my face. And best believe it's gonna be outrageous. Hey, hey niggas can't believe my race. Hey, niggas hit you with the Eli. Yo, yo, yiggity, yo, yo back to civil diligence politics made simple for the everyday millennial and why you should give a damn i hope everybody is doing well everybody's blessed everybody's great in the kingdom and just being their awesome selves i'm doing pretty okay myself it's been a trying time but we persevere through because we are strong individuals and we are boss people that doesn't let and theory things get them down. But anyway, as you all know, I like to start my show off with disclaimers. Disclaimer number one, I curse. Two, I will mess up the English language. Three, our points of views will not always coincide or they won't be the same. You will disagree with me and I will may disagree with you. But we can keep it moving at the end of the day and respect each other. But. I'm in the kingdom. That's my qualifications. I'll speak you all today. Five. Things may change by the time you listen to this episode. So keep that in mind. What I'm here for this week. So most people probably wouldn't know this, but Senator Kamala Harris is introducing a bill called the Rent Relief Act. Which is if 30% of your income goes to rent and utilities, you'll get a portion of that money back and i say this that's pretty remarkable damn bill if i do say so myself because the majority of americans spend their paycheck on rent and bills and i'll be damned i just feel like life is too damn short and i was not put on this earth to pay bills and die at least that's just my personal opinion I'm over here like trying to live my best life as humanly possible and it's kind of hard when mugs pay rent and I'm on the cheaper end of rent. I don't pay nearly as much as people in big cities and, or states that are just ungodly expensive to live in like California but I pay like significantly low rent and it's still too damn much for me. I'm looking on Instagram and social and other social media platforms of people living their best life, going on trips, going to Paris, buying Bentleys. And I'm over here. Like I have enough money to eat. (laughs) I have enough money to barely pay my student loans. So I think that it's a remarkable thing to, senator harris and crew for trying to push a bill that will help americans out they recognize that this is an issue and the cost of living in certain areas depending on your salary is way too damn much so kudos you go coco you go another thing that i'm here for is this in the shrimp at red lobster Yes, I have no shame in admitting that. I'm a fatty and I just love endless shrimp season or endless anything, but especially endless shrimp and red lobster. And I would probably saying this because I have a craving to go, but nobody wants to go with me. So I may just go ahead and take my damn self because that's just what I will do because I just love endless shrimp and I am that person that will get my 20 damn dollars worth in endless shrimp. judge yourself judge your mom it's real out here in these streets so these are the things that i'm here for this week let me know what you're here for this week email civil diligence at gmail.com i would love to hear and put what you're here on the show So let's get into the nitty-gritty of things. I know that a lot of people are probably sick and tired of this Brett Kavanaugh situation, but I'm about to talk about it here. So I wouldn't be doing my civil diligence if I didn't talk about it. And it goes in line because last week I was just venting about women's rights and what it means to be a woman and it goes perfect. If anybody saw last week the hearing and like the drama fest that was the hearing and what led up to decisions being made, you already know that it was a hot mess express. But it was still worth noting and it's still worth talking about. So... The hearing starts off with Christine Blosley Ford. I'm sorry if I butcher the name. I should know the name by now since it's been in the media forever and I'll repeat, but I know that I'll butcher it. So from this point on, it will be Dr. Ford. So Dr. Ford states her opening statements and the Republicans hired a attorney out of state, out of the, well, out of Washington, D.C. Um, A woman in Arizona who is specialized in sex crimes. So she is called to do the questioning on behalf of the Republicans. So Dr. Ford, out the gate, stated how terrified she is. She was terrified at 15, and she's terrified now having to speak her truth. Her life has turned upside down since coming forward. Although she has received lots of support, she has received... Backlash as well that has Made her and her family move And living out of hotels Since coming out And speaking on these Allegations against Brett Kavanaugh So she goes into the Details before the hear- um, Before the actual action And the allegation And then she goes into the details During the act And one of the questions that Senator Feinstein asks, how do you know that you are talking or how do you know that these things happen? And what was very impressive to me was the fact that she gave a two minute lecture on how the brain remembers and how the brain functions. I'm not going to go into details because a lot of that went over my head psych work and the mind is not necessarily my strong suit I just believe what the people say and keep it moving <laughs> I'm gonna repeat that but I thought that was very very smart on her behalf it shows a sense credibility because like why would I need a lie? pitch this, this is what I do So I thought that was smart. I also thought it was smart that the Republicans had questioning through an attorney because I could see if they were questioning her herself, that it was going to go zero to 100 really quickly. So I thought that was smart on their behalf. I don't necessarily think that the prosecutor was phenomenal in questioning her per se, but... I just thought it was a smart move. But also too, considering the fact that she was cut off every five minutes for questioning on both uh, during Dr. Ford's side and Kavanaugh's side, I thought was also hilarious. I also thought it was hilarious that the chair was very upset during majority of this meet of uh, this hearing and just the shade that went back and forth between the Republicans and the Democrats was comical in of itself I was here for the shade and you saw it more so during Brett's side of the hearing I'm calling him Brett like me and him are best friends but Yeah, so once Dr. Ford said her piece, it was time for the Bratster to come on board and tell his side of the story. And child, when I tell you things got heated, things got heated. It was almost too much for color TV. He spent a good 15 to 20 minutes reciting his resume, speaking on how these allegations ruined his life. His reputation and how he's an outstanding guy. How the Democrats are there for a witch hunt and they're full of shit pretty much. He did not say that they were full of shit, but he, you can't allude to that. So the Democrats are full of shit. Then he started tearing up and the waterworks was there. The waterworks was there throughout that hearing, the waterworks was there. Talked about his 10-year-old daughter and how she has great wisdom for a 10-year-old, saying him and his family does not wish Dr. Ford any ill will, she just got the facts mixed up. Cool, yeah, so that went on. There was a lot of heated moments throughout his part of the hearing we had when he was being questioned by democratic senators you really could tell that he was fed up with the nonsense and he was angry he was angry and he was hurt you could just tell because he went back and forth with the fiery statements thrown at various senators one of them that was noted that stands out in my mind basically is when senator kloberger Bukar, Senator Klobuchar. That's one of those names that I can't necessarily pronounce. So Senator Amy Klobuchar? Question mark. Asked him, "Do you basically drink to the point where you black out?" And his response was, "Do you drink to the point where you black out?" Getting real snippy, child. Getting real snippy. And. She played it off like, I don't have a drinking problem. We're not talking about me. We're talking about you. And he's like, well, neither do I. And you could tell that somebody told him about himself to check his attitude. Because after that break, he was like, I'm sorry for my my smart remarks. I'm just a little emotional. I found that a little entertaining. Another part that got really heated was when Senator Graham Cracker, well, Senator Graham for people who don't know who I'm talking about. Senator Graham basically blew up and said that the Democrats are all, is also full of shit and I hope they never get power. And that this is the outstanding citizen and he should be on the Supreme Court. And a lot of that was going on. A lot of the Democrats was asking him about his drinking, asking him about the damn calendars that he brought And mind you, the whole like hearing was about six to seven hours. It really wasn't over till about five o'clock. And it may be shortly after five. But it started at nine. And then, well, actually, I think it started at eight. It started at eight something and then went to about five o'clock. That was a whole work day. Just saying. So now we move forward to the next day, And that was even more dramatic because is Senator Flake going to support Brett Kavanaugh? Or isn't he? Is he going to announce his support or is he going to say, off with your head? Is Who's going to vote for who? Ah, all this stuff like that. So moments until he announces that he is going to throw his support for Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. He basically gets bombarded by people, like women who are sexual assault survivors and they basically tell him, you're a piece of shit if you put your support behind Brick Cavanaugh. That's basically what I gathered from that. Yelled at him in the elevator and all that. The interesting part about that was the interns, the people who work for him, Senator Flake, definitely didn't ask for any of this and probably thought that this was going to be a bomb ass internship and getting yelled at in the elevator by citizens was that what they signed up for so you could definitely tell everybody was just uncomfortable but anyway shortly after he announced that the vote is there and of course it was the majority of the republicans was for the candidate and then all the democrats said hell no However, one thing that was very interesting was the fact that Senator Flake, was, he voted for Brett Kavanaugh and to move it to the floor, but he also was the person who spoke and said that there needs to be FBI investigation. So I just feel like his morals was actually speaking up and that there should be FBI investigation. So now there is a FBI investigation and They are interviewing everybody who has put out allegations and the people who were a part of the party that Dr. Ford pointed out. So it's going to be very interesting to see what comes of it. I'm very curious. But a few things that I want to point out that I noticed throughout the hearing and even now just listening to news cycles and reading up on details about the whole thing is one being aversion doesn't eliminate sexual assault i just want to put that out there he has stated throughout the hearing that he was aversion for many years it's called sexual assault it's not saying that you raped her there's a big difference so you are very capable of doing sexual assault when you are still aversion especially when you are trying to get in the end and not be aversion anymore just saying two Being an outstanding citizen does not necessarily mean that you are not capable and you can't or would not do a heinous crime. Sexual assault is a heinous crime. Just saying. I am so sick and tired of the argument that, oh, he's an outstanding citizen. He is not capable of this. Yeah, I beg to disagree. If you don't, Believe that just think about all the people who murdered their wives and their neighbors were like well he was such a great person i didn't think that he was capable of anything like this trust me now you know three just because you're 17 doesn't mean almost raping a 15 year old is okay so many of these senators were like well we did a lot of stuff when we were 17 boys will be boys shut the fuck up You can go to the military at 17 years old. You can be prosecuted for a crime as an adult in some states at 17 years old. I don't give a damn how old you were. That does not necessarily mean that it is okay to assault another human being. Four, those damn calendars was a contradiction So you said you didn't drink on the weekday. And now all of a sudden on a Thursday or a Friday or Wednesday, whatever, you had a couple of skis with the bros. Really? Really, my dude? Really? Okay. 5 I'm pretty darn sure that this man blacked out a time or two. I'm pretty darn sure. He's not going to admit it on the stand. I wouldn't admit that I've gotten drunk to the capacity before I'm staying. but But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure by the love of beer that you have stated throughout that hearing, yeah, you've uh, gotten drunk a time or two. Especially when you were known in high school and college as the party Bretster, That y'all love the good time? Pretty darn sure. That's like a few things that I had to say about that hearing that kind of sort of grind my gears a little bit. And that I just wanted to point out that just because you're not like out here slinging drugs or, you know, hitting on every girl that you see and just because you have a tremendous resume, which nobody's taking away from you. Yeah, you could be a great lawyer, a great judge. You could be great at your profession, but you're a shitty human being. That's possible too. And you could also live a secret life. Another thing that also irritates me is the fact that we look at one person's crimes and one's being sent to jail while another person is about to be on the Supreme Court and has that capability and has that power and a lot of people that i see are defending one and telling another person that he deserves every bit of what he's getting and not saying that bill cosby does not deserve what he's getting i'm just saying while you're digging one ditch dig another While you're casting stones at one person, cast stone at another person. I just want to be clear, assault is assault. No matter the skin color, no matter the gender, no matter the sexual orientation, no matter religious differences, sexual assault is sexual assault. It should be handled the same. So all I'm saying is this, keep that same energy. That you had towards one. Towards the other. That's all I'm saying. Keep that same energy. Harvey Weinstein should be getting his ass. Thrown in jail. Uh, Bill O'Reilly should be thrown. Getting his ass thrown in jail. All that. Now granted. And the thing about this. All the those cases were within the statute of limitations. If one's a sexual predator. arrest all of them. Keep that same energy. But as i digress had to go on that little tangent for just one second and i get to a lot of people and even to many republicans or democrats or whatever it seems a little juvenile and a little absurd that we're going back all the way to what he did in high school but here's the thing you are about to be one of the most powerful men in this country and able to alter so many lives for the next 20 to 30 years while on that seat appointed to the highest court of the land and you didn't think that they wasn't going to go back years to see if you are an okay person i i just can't i can't fathom that because you're lucky that they're not asking you which boob you was sucking on for breast milk when you was a baby. That's all I'm saying. These things are not out of the ordinary. And for people who are like, why are we even having this discussion? Because it's relevant. How are you going to say that, oh, I'm from women's rights and I have many women friends, but all of a sudden you're assaulting women? or you have another side to you. I do, won't feel comfortable about you putting on any kind of statement or any kind of opinion about Roe V Wade now, just saying. And yes, both sides had their petty moments. I'm not even going to lie and say that they didn't. They both had their petty moments. However, this stuff is actually pretty darn normal. It's not, Unlikely for Things to come out When you were in middle school To be brought to question And of course we all know that Your brain isn't really fully developed At 25 so what you did in your youth Is pretty much different than How you live but my whole thing Is this Sexual assault is nothing to play with Yes it could be a whole Misunderstanding but at the same time Hearing Dr. Forrest's Testimony about what she went through I don't think that it was just a misunderstanding and she got the facts wrong I just feel like nobody is going to recover well from this incident because Dr. Ford's reputation and people are probably going to be calling her a slut and telling her that she has ruined the country and all this bull crap like that and truth be told his reputation will not be the same even if the fbi turns out there are nothing to worry about there are no concerns he didn't do this thanks aol he didn't do this or anything of that nature everybody's gonna be looking at him a little suspicious like hmm you are an assaulter i'm very curious to see what happens and how this investigation unfolds honestly i'm not sure what it will do i'm pretty sure the republicans will vote him into the sea even if he committed murder when he was 10 i'm pretty darn sure that will be the case because they need they need a win and to be perfectly honest, in their eyes this is a win for them and it's a win that will alter the court for the next 20, 30 years. I don't care what anybody says. This is highly political. You can definitely see how bipartisan this is. And really, the turmoil of the country is by this hearing. As drama-filled and entertaining as it is, a bigger issue is this is where we're at with politics now. And there isn't a mutual fine line it's these are the times right now they have made a seat the Supreme Court Justice seat on both sides in my opinion that should be that shouldn't have any kind of influence on political standing very political I'm curious on how things are going to play out tell me your thoughts about the hearing join the conversation on Instagram and, or you can email civil diligence at civil diligence You can listen to civil diligence on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. I hope you all well. And again, reach out, let me know your thoughts, follow me on Instagram, all that stuff. And until next time, bye. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Around, bouncing. found right in their couches. Bouncing around, bouncing around. What? What Shout out to it? them people, people.